Hey guys, welcome to Biomass episode seventy. Uh, it's Meow. probably yes. We've got we got cat Merc. We got a bit of a, a small crowd here today, probably because there is literally absolutely nothing going on in the dust community right now. It's a wasteland. So we are going to do our best to fill the hour here, and it'll probably be a mess. And Jay's not here, so he'll probably be shaking his head later as he listens to this show. But without much further ado, let's get started with shoutouts. We'll start at the top with Sarizo. Hi. It's not a shout out. I'm sorry. Introduction to Sarizel. God damn it. See, <laughs> this is why we need Jay. Jay keeps us together. All right. Um, I'm Sarizel. Um, I used to be a CPM uh, until I, um, you know, got shot with a scrambler rifle or something. Um, and I'm a co-host here on the show, and I write for the blog. Fantastic. I will be. But not this week. Not this week. Hey ahead, everybody, I'm Awa Bait. I'm a member of the uh, Incorruptibles, uh, a writer for the Biomass blog, and probably the poor soul who shot Sarai with that scrambler rifle. Noise. He's also playing Dust while trying to operate a push-to-tuck button for our Mumble channel oh, here, so it's, actually, it's impressive. I actually stopped. My pinky was starting to hurt. <laughs> All right. But yeah. Work. Hey, I'm Catmark, and I stopped playing Dust months ago, and yet my knowledge of it is still completely up-to-date, which is sad. <laughs> Jeez. Alright, and Goden. Hi, I'm Goden Killer. I stopped playing Dust because my PS3 finally died, and <laughs> I'm like halfway up-to-date. Okay, so yeah, you, we've got a room of five people, and three of them don't play Dust anymore, so this is going to be a great show. <laughs> well, I can't. <laughs> I would. I'm addicted. Uh, yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's a drug. Cl clear reason why we have to move Dust to another platform so Godin can continue to play because he should not buy another PS3 because that's insane. Yeah, Somebody's cutting. It might be me. Yeah, we've had lots of fun connection issues the last few weeks, but uh, we'll work through it and, and try to do something with it here. Uh, so yeah, there's not much going on. It's mostly kind of the same banter going around in the forums. Um... So, I mean, what, what have you guys been doing in game lately? Like, is there, you're working, I know he's been playing, obviously. So, what have you been practicing and working on lately? Um, well, uh, about two days ago, I guess, I skilled, uh, I finally decided to bend to the level of, uh, of ultimate scrubbiness and run a uh, flavor of the month suit. So, I picked pick me up a, uh, an Amar Assault suit and got my uh, Scrambler rifle to level four because fuck anything else. Um, assault scrambler rifle is a shit I've heard. So I uh, picked up that assault scrambler rifle, threw it on a level one Amar uh, assault suit, and have been wrecking everybody um, for the past day, two days or so, or whatever. Um, really fun fit. Yeah, it's. I've been doing the same thing though. I, I've been using just like the uh, I think it's the militia assault variant, but that thing wrecks even without the suit level and without the gun level. You just throw some damage mods on there. I use the mm -hmm. the crins and it just melts everything. I mean, it, these these poor shield suits come around the corner and I just kind of giggle as they vaporize instantly. It's it's kind of pathetic actually. It's a bad bad time to run Kaldari, but yeah, that you throw it. I've got the crins on it as well um, on the. It's the, uh, whatever the level 4 scrambler rifle is, the CRD, uh, CRD-9 assault scrambler rifle. Um, so, you know, you're looking at a base of 40 and, uh, whatever the math is after you add in 4% from the damage modifier. Plus <laughs> anything that the Amar assault gets damage-wise, and you've got one hell of a gun. The heat buildup, we were talking about this before the show started, is, it's, it's laughable. It's like it's not even there, um... 
I can put a I can start to unload my clip and I'm uh probably about a third or a fourth of the way um on up on the heat build up um about halfway through the clip uh 72 round clip I think it is so if you're looking for something uh something to kill with and you got your suit throw a flux grenade on it you know deal with your uh your Galente and your um Amar suits and then just uh let that shit melt through the shields of the Kaldari yeah, and I mean it's it's really noticeable ever since they they buffed it. I mean, it, the, even the heat buildup aside is the fact that they have things it's outputting so much DPS that heat isn't even really an issue for most cases before you drop somebody. I mean, Mm-mm. you'll you'll notice a drop in DPS against armor, obviously, but I still kill things just as fast as I would normally. I mean, I think we've run the numbers before, and like the the assault scrambler rifle will actually do the same DPS to armor as an assault rifle will, but it'll do a lot more DPS to shields than an assault rifle will, which is telling of two obvious issues that the, uh, you know, the assault scrambler is way outside that range DPS curve that Ritani decided to break a few months back and that the assault rifle is, uh, you know, shit. So it's, it's another one of those ongoing issues that we are hopefully waiting on a balance pass for, but we just haven't gotten yet because I'm sure there's other things he wants to do besides rifles again, despite it being a huge issue. Like going to the store? Like going to the grocery store. <laughs> like going to, getting some ramen noodles. I actually only saw that posting. What is the whole about it? I saw that I saw it oh at the grocery God. store and I didn't actually read it. Other than the fact that it's so... Um bizarre so bizarre yeah um and just random especially in a time like this where you know nothing's happening and you see some funny shit like this pop up it's just it's funny you know the um, people needed a laugh i guess and this is it so that post is uh has really taken off it's pretty bad when we're starting to making up fake stories about uh, seeing developers at grocery stores to keep us ourselves entertained wait what is this story do we have the post I'm looking it up now, but I haven't read it yet. It should so. be like on the front page of general discussions, and mm-hmm. it should have a dev post. So, okay, I saw Ratati at the grocery store. Read it, read it for us. <laughs> read it out loud. Okay, a dramatic reading. I saw Ratati at the grocery store in Shanghai, China yesterday. I told him how cool it was to meet him in person, but I didn't want to be a douche and bother him and ask him for photos or anything. He said, "Oh, like you're doing right now." I was taken back. All I could say was, "Huh." He kept cutting me off and going, huh, 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 and closing his hand shut in front of my face. <laughs> I walked away and continued with my shopping. I heard him chuckle as I walked off. When I came to play for my, when I came to pay for my stuff up front, I saw him trying to walk out the door with, <laughs> with 15 Milky Ways in hand without paying. The girl at the counter was very nice about it and professional, and she said, sir, you need to pay for those first. At first, he kept pretending to be tired and not hear her, but eventually turned back around her and brought them to the counter. When she took one of the bars and started scanning it multiple times, he stopped her and told her to scan each of them individually to prevent any electrical interference. And then he turned around and winked at me. And so she scanned each bar and put them in the bag and started to say the price. He kept interrupting her by yawning really loudly. And that's the post. Oh my god. I read that post about four times now. This still makes me ball. So there's there's three pages and a dev response to that. There's multiple What's the dev, dev responses. Response? What's the first one? Uh, let's see. Ratati's dev response was amazing. Of course it would be. I think Frame even got in got in on the action there for a second. Ratati's response was low, L-E-L. And then Frame said, I saw... Ratintin in the office today, he was handsome. 
it, it's it's freaking weird. <laughs> like I don't even know what's going on here. There's a there's another I think Rattati came back. Let me see if I can pull it up and uh it should be second or third page, I think, where uh somebody asked basically what the post was and Rattati is like, you know, I really don't know. I'm just uh uh reading through it trying to you know trying to figure out what the fuck is going on he says it was so damn weird i just kept reading through in the end was like what the frack is this (laughs) i love the next one of the next posts uh in response to that where i think it might have been shit it was somebody some big name on the forums was like fracking without protection again retati you gotta be careful or or something like that yeah Yeah, it's (sighs) what i don't get is we're responding to goofy posts like this, but there's really not much going on in terms of actual development talk, which is a little frustrating given the fact that nothing is going on. But, you know, I think Ritati's still out of the country, actually. He's probably dealing with uh, labor laws in China, much like we have in the U.S., where you can only be in the country working for so many months out of the year and you have to leave and you can't have a certain amount of consecutive time. So he might be doing his time, so to speak, in Iceland away from the actual Shanghai office. But at the same time, it's just kind of been a pain, especially for, you know, media outlets like us where we're trying to figure out things to talk about and we ultimately end up reading goofy form posts and bitching about how there's nothing to talk about. Well, we could talk about other games like we've been doing. We could. Go for it. So, Taken King's coming soon and they're going to they're going to take us all. What? <laughs> but, um, but they're going to let us play the uh, PvP maps coming with the TTK uh, early, and it's going to be free for everyone. Thoughts? The PvP is coming, what, I think it's Tuesday, right? Yes. Yep. And so what does that include exactly? Is that just the new maps or Apparently new game modes? Apparently it's the new maps, the two new game modes, and... We're not really sure at the moment, but we might be getting the weapons as well. We, well, we... They didn't confirm. Let me just hunt down this uh, tweet. Okay. There's a tweet. Well... Yes. yes. About time. But they had released their weekly update. Here we go. go. Banshee will be selling TTK weapons, so, you know, there we go. Well, not selling, giving bounties for Oh, okay, they're going to start the field test, but what about the all the rest of... Why are they making this so difficult? This is CCP logic going on. What do you mean? Damn it, Destiny. Explain what the problem is. Okay, so... For all the factions, they sell their um particular weapons. For coming with the TTK, there's going to be this thing called field test, where you can go to the... um. You know that armor guy that yes, has Banshee spike- 44. Yeah. He, he is has, going to have a thing called Arms Day and blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're putting that out, but we don't know if they're putting out all the um weapons for all the factions. No, it's only going to be field test weapons. It's how they're going to let us try the TTK weapons before we actually get so them in the loot table. So they've outright said that we're not going to be able to buy any of the weapons for factions. I'd say it's almost certainly because they're far more powerful than current weapons and giving us these weapons a week before the Taken King is out is kind of, you know, Well, in regular Crucible, they won't be and they won't really scale up 
anymore. Yes, but they're still working regular. PvE. It, that's what I'm saying. They won't scale up to be higher than regular because at a certain point, there's a certain threshold for everything, and it can't really become more powerful past that threshold. So there's really no point. Like say, if you go into uh, the Vault of Glass with a 365 weapon, that's uh, not actually really how that works in PVE. There's your level, it? which is what you're talking about. Being overleveled no, above your enemy doesn't make that big of a difference, but the attack value of a weapon actually makes a big difference. It literally determines point for point how much damage you do. I know that, and I'm saying that there's a threshold, like at a certain point, that it won't really scale up to be any more damage. No, That's why if you bring have... in a 365 damage weapon in normal Vault of Glass, it won't be doing any difference than a Fatebringer that dropped in the Vault of Glass, like before you could um, upgrade It'll it be doing It will have a lot of difference. Mm, it doesn't. I haven't, yes, noticed yes, it does. A, I haven't noticed a single difference in point, because I have two thorns, one that I got before Etheric Light existed and one after, and I've yet to find another piece of Etheric Light because it won't drop for me for some reason. Uh, but I I'm not getting any more damage because I do Volta Glass a lot. So, anyways, uh, so yeah, it's <laughs> before we go into a big long discussion about damage values and stuff that people probably don't care too much about. Number one um, the podcast. Uh, CCP, this is how desperate we are. We're talking about different games. That's a really bad sign, especially when your media outlet is changing their topic. Mm-hmm. Sure. Go and use push to talk, please. Okay. Well, you know, it's it's a it's a slow week. Well, we'll we'll you know, it's been a slow. Okay, fair. It's, it's been a like slow a, month. It's been a slow month. It, really it'll, slow. It'll come around. You know. I'm sure it will. It's just a, a little frustrating. We're trying to fill the time, obviously, and the lack of developer communication. You know, despite whose fault it is and who's you know putting out that hush order is is a little frustrating because you know players are starved and you can see it definitely in the forms that things are very slow and you know this I is even the find grand myself... silence of 2015 kind of yeah i mean I'm, I'm often we'll call it criticized or made fun of for my unending optimism and even i feel a little apathetic right now because just there's there's so much that's not going i on. even made the card for you in the cards against humanity mm-hmm. set called pokey's boundless optimism awesome, awesome. I haven't that card yet. But yeah, I mean, like, I'm to a point kind of where I'm still hopeful for the future. Like, I I honestly do believe that the game is going to a new platform, and I think it'll be cool, and I look forward to it. But in the current state, I just sort of don't care right now, because I I obviously am not under NDA. I don't know what's going on. I have nothing I can really work on, or nothing I can really, you know, try to play around with, because, you know, like the rest of the community, we, we don't know anything. And I, I just kind of don't care anymore. And, and that's, I, I think, should be alarming to, to CCP when the player base, especially people like me, who are annoyingly optimistic and in a way a white knight sometimes for the company are, are just kind of tired of the same thing. And I, uh, we were talking about it on the show beforehand. Um, the bonus room, I think we've mentioned it before on the, the podcast and the bonus room from Eve and basically uh, how it would work in short is that a group of people would scam a player into giving them all of their assets and game all of their ships 
modules, money and whatnot. And with the promise of, hey, if you, you know, make it through the bonus room, you can get all this back times 10, which is obviously a scam. And they basically pull them into this chat room and, and make them do all kinds of crazy, goofy things and record them and then post the, humili- you know, the humiliation on the forms. And uh, listening to the recording of these people, it's almost like they are so invested in the situation that they know it's not really healthy what they're doing. They know that they're obviously stuck there and they can't actually mentally disengage from it. And in a way, I kind of feel like (laughs) we're at a point in dust right now where we're unable to mentally disengage because we're so invested in it and, you know, both emotionally and financially and, and mentally. And even though it's not really a healthy situation, we stick with it. And, you know, I, I guess I just kind of feel like I'm at this point of self-abuse almost that I'm, I'm still doing this years later and we're, you know, there's, it, it's so slow. And I, I guess I'm just frustrated in general. And I think the community is kind of feeling that as well. I would like to echo the same thing. Very frustrated. Still here. As I said multiple times, there is such a thing as being too careful with your communication. Sure. I mean, it's the CCP is kind of a, a company of extremes. I mean, we had FanFest 2013 where they overpromised everything and mm-hmm. delivered on almost nothing. And instead of... The moon back, by 2015. Right, with MTAX and all the goodness. But they did the full 180. <laughs> that was supposed to be 2013. Right. Yeah. Were these the medium tanks? No. MTAX were the walkers. The Mitch. What? Yeah, and they, yep, yeah, they promised that what? by 2013. Dude, weren't we First expansion after Death is out. Dude, I, didn't I hear still about think that. that that's a bad idea for most That is a reasons. really bad idea. Yeah. I also heard stuff going around about fixed wing aircraft uh, and uh, fucking, fucking dirt bikes or something, right? right. So we had concept art. There's concept art you can yeah. look at. It's out there. Oh, Dude. I'll post it. Yes, link that. Also, queuing in the ambush. If any of our listeners are curious and want to want to shoot me, wants to see the, the assault scrambler rifle. Wants to see how OP exactly. Wants to see how OP the assault scrambler rifle is. Queuing the queuing uh, the ambush. But yeah, there there was a lot of cool stuff they showed concept art. Uh, there was uh, MAVs as well. They had the the pictures for the medium attack vehicles. vehicles. Oh. It's basically IFVs for Keldari and Galante. Of course, Kaldari and Galante because yeah. fuck we don't vehicles for any other race. But they also the concept art for Mimitar, Namar, HEVs. Um, they got the MCCs, and I think they got the labs as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the labs. The uh, Mimitar lab was it looked like a freaking like quad bike. It had these it giant looked, tires. It, it looked awesome. like an actual off-road vehicle. Link? Amaris looked like a bus. Where's the link at? I'm sure someone has it. We can we can find okay. it. But, all right, um, all right, all right. Yeah, I mean, in maybe. the green room. I mean, it was lots of cool stuff. It was just we they they were like, oh yeah, well, do you want to see the MTAX? And everyone's in the crowd screaming, yeah, yeah, awesome. And then Ilmar's like, well, they're not quite ready yet, but we'll have them ready by the next update. And, and obviously, holy shit. Yeah, I think everyone kind of raised an eyebrow and went, really. Really? <laughs> and then obviously it was it was a bunch of BS, and, it, and we, we're still kicking around pretty much the same stuff. I mean, the amount of assets they've added is minimal. I mean, a handful of weapons, laughable. I mean, that's what the HVs and laughs and dropships. Yeah, I, I think they basically had the, the rail rifle, and the combat rifle, um, the mag sack, 
trying to think what else they added. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They also had a uh, Mimitar Sniper. I'm going to link that as well. Oh, yeah, the Precision Rifle. They even had the Precision Rifle as a listed weapon on the damage type uh, dev blog. They had that as a, as a projectile uh, weapon, which, again, never made it into the game. They have this weird-looking shotgun that we still don't know what is, and some concept art, like, pr- really early concept art. They also have a plasma rifle with a grenade launcher, I think, on it. That was actually the original design from, like, the 2009 trailer. It actually had a grenade launcher in the underbarrel. Yeah. So, in... Huh. So this Kaldari fixed... Um... I'm looking at the at the postcode and um, the really it's the second row of vehicles right under the uh, MCCs which the Mimitar MCC looks oh my god amazing uh, among the more RDVs oh oh the not the top row not the top yeah, row the second row is the, the second RDVs but by the maps yes those are uh, RDVs oh I see I see and then MVPs. these the These last six-wheeled, eight-wheeled vehicles are um, the Mavs. Yes. Are the okay. Hmm. Dude. And then yeah, those right, things right. on wow. the bottom right. Those are the speeders. Oh um, yeah, those are the motorcycles. Okay, yeah. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, those were gonna be cool. Yeah, too bad we didn't get them. Top row of MCCs though looks beautiful. Wow. A Marsh still looks like a gigantic space deal doing, but hey. <laughs> I expect exactly nothing what it less. Looks, it looks like every Amar ship I ever see in Eve. It's just a big cylinder flying through space. What's that have- uh, other link? The van for the lab, the dildo. For oh the my AGP, god, yes. And then the dropship look looks like an actual dropship out of all of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, one thing I have to say that, that they really <gasps> landed with. It's a dune buggy. <laughs> right? Like oh that actually God. looks like a actually looks like what we use them for is going over rough terrain rather than trying to drive a sports car over a mountain. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. And that's but, why I've been saying we need to redesign all of the labs to be mm-hmm. like actual. Yes. Games. But that's not ever going to happen, sadly. Well, if you well, actually look at the old 2009 footage when like the early, early, early dust when they were just kind of playing around like with the concept. Back when it back when it was on carbon. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. The the Ravs the, the, the labs. The labs actually had suspension. Like the wheels would yeah, bounce and these have the, the physics. You know what was the coolest thing about the, the two thousand nine demos that I, I would really love to see? That they didn't have like the drop ships didn't have like seats. They were actually like legit drop ships that you could like, you know, okay. use weapons off of and, and jump off of, whatever. They were they were like just platforms that you could actually, you know, stand on. It was really cool. Didn't they have a um, limit to how many people could get in still, though? I, well, uh, it was not playable, so, you know, it was just a video demo. No, I'm of, saying of, conceptually, they still have a limit for it. I, I don't know. I mean, okay. I have no idea what was intended at the time. I mean, I imagine you can only fit so many people on a dropship, and that it's probably pretty inefficient. To, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe they'd calculate the weight of, of the drop suits on the, the ship, and its flight would be affected by how many no, people that, were piled no. on there. <laughs> that's that's too much no. for CCP. Well, bear in mind, this was back when they were trying to run um, run dust on a game engine that melts high-end graphics cards. No. I, I think there was actually a video where they, uh, <laughs> they had the LAV with the suspension, like I was saying, and they hit the ground too hard, and the car crashed into the suspension, hit the ground, and then detonated because <laughs> the physics were so screwed up. 
what <laughs> yeah yeah no it was it was kind of akin to uh like in in the early beta when you could flip the uh tanks upside down and they would spin like uh tops until they eventually blew up from impact damage nice. i remember in early beta i got stuck up like halfway upside down it was like at an angle and people tried to flip me over while protecting me that was the most teamwork i've ever seen in this game and it was a bunch of randoms oh yeah I, i've done that where i was i would help friendly tanks flip back over because if you don't do it quick enough they eventually kill themselves and everyone around them from spinning around like beyblades it was it was good times but we didn't even i wasn't even spinning around anything i was just stuck laying there and people were rushing me trying to blow me up with av and people were actually protecting <laughs> me which was amazing because we were just a bunch of randoms I think I got like 80 kills that game. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I have to say that yeah, the community has... Right, I give up. I've been going through the past few minutes trying to scrub the FanFest videos from 2013 and 2012 for the Amtex slide, oh, but I gosh. can't find it. Um, but, that's uh, at 2013. That's 2013. It's, it's just a picture of the... um. Yeah, I remember that. I just that can't find it in the video. Ah, okay. Um, but uh, no, like so. One of those other kind of weird bugs, um, just as an example, uh, where and this is this is actually. Um, do you guys know what used to happen in Star Citizen? Um, as far as stupid bugs. What? No. What? They're, Which they're, they the entire like, game? They had like a um, like a little GG like chat. pocket flashlight attached to their the pilot suit, and there were there was a point where pilots in flight they're, they're oh, they'd be flying a spaceship and then suddenly the player in the spaceship would suddenly die and they couldn't figure out why and it was because in mid-flight the flashlight attached to their suit stopped being treated as part of the inside of you know as being like inside the local space of the ship and so it immediately went through them at full at, at full velocity and so <laughs> it was it was uh like a random a random attachment failing that would like skewer people inertia's a bitch more or less yeah yeah i I can imagine especially in a game like star citizen which is so heavily physics driven that you'd have fun glitches for people getting impaled by random objects flying through space one time i was flying in arena commander and a little rock went through my ship and killed me I was. It was a sad day because I almost was able to get the glaive. I was on like round seventeen, so yeah, bad physics, bad. You know, I'm looking at these uh, weapon concepts again for for Dust, and mm-hmm. they've. Oh man, they, they, it looks like a magsec with an extendable stock in like an underbarrel grenade launcher or something. Like, why don't we have this, stuff? dude? <laughs> because you, CCP. Yes. Yeah. You can't have a magsec with an extend with an extendable stock and an underbarrel until you fix the poor little gun itself. That that poor poor little gun, man. Every time I see that shit come up on the kill feed, I I just want to send whoever gets a kill with it some money. Bless you. But what dude, about these my concepts. iron pistol? No, no, fuck the iron pistol. Oh, at least it works. It lo- it works better than the magsec does. Not There's really. No- there's no kick on. There's no outrageous kick on the uh, on the little ion pistol. I've well, the, been able to hit the um, mechs. Like, I don't know if it's changed since like the last two weeks. Since I've literally only been able to turn on my PS3 for about three minutes and play. But yeah, no change. Okay, I, I, so it I should be fine. It's, 
I think it's a case of the gun itself isn't bad. It's just that there's options that are they perform the same and they're much better. Yeah. Like the Maxic uh, isn't a bad gun, but the SMG is just better in every way. So there's no reason to use the Maxic. I was say SMG is the the pinnacle of perfect sidearms. Yeah, I still. No, that Maxic, you know, has has some issues that that need to be fixed. You know, the the recoil on it is atrocious. It's awful. That's um, why I hit fire it. Even if you hip fire it, though, it's still it's still pretty shit. Still really bad. Um, I think the range could use a little bit of uh, a little bit of work, and that's something I've been trying to work, work on. When I think about it, is you know I have something, uh, have a spreadsheet going, you know, comparing Mac the Mac sec to literally every sidearm, and trying to find that that sweet sweet middle ground um, to where it should be. Well, that's the thing I've been harping on for a long time, especially when you've got these, you know, weapons that don't perform that, you know, the way they should. And then you've got, you know, weapon suit bonuses that don't really do much. Like, if the Caldari Assault bonus was, you know, recoil reduction, it could probably actually make the Max set a, a Max set a really oh, solid gun. wholeheartedly agree. What Caldari suit does have the recoil reduction, by the way? Uh, none of them. Oh, okay, that explains a lot. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure if something had a a recoil uh bonus then it it would it would help depending on what the bonus is at this point i'll take anything i'll take five percent but yeah I mean, it's, well and that that's the issue i mean there's obviously balance problems with the the rail rifle too but it's like you know i i really wish that they would have you know made the the universal theme behind the assault suits be you know it, it offsets the mm -hmm. weapon's weakness yes and you see that with the amar and you see that with the mimitar with mm -hmm. obviously heat build up and magazine size and it works actually mm -hmm. really well it does but the you know galente doesn't really need the dispersion uh drop it, i mean it, it helps but it does, it's not noticeable and I don't consider reload speed being the weakness of Caldari weapons. I mean, it's just, mm -hmm. it's not that big of a deal. And I, I don't know why we have this reluctance to change it. I, I don't know if they're afraid of pissing people off, but I mean, the Caldari assault right now is kind of like a crappy version of the, you know, Caldari commando. It's got the same bonus. It's just mm -hmm. less, less stuff, you know, to do with it. Yeah. In, in, in my mind, what needs to happen is, you know, every, um, every two or three, uh, patch release cycles i guess um there needs to be uh, a weapon um uh, fix a uh, hot fix or whatever um so you know you put out a patch you know say one point uh, warlords 1.3 comes out and then um you know the the next either hot fix hot fix or patch probably hot fix i would think would contain a weapon um a weapon rework for everything you know primary sidearms all that grenades and then the next one after that would be you know a, a patch or fixing broken um mechanics that came with you know whatever and then we go back to repeat the cycle instead of just fixing uh weapons whenever somebody uh bitches enough about it on the forums or whatever well especially when you you have systems that are so interconnected like you see in dust i mean mm -hmm. uh you can talk about the balance of let's just say the scrambler rifle but you really can't talk about that unless you also talk about the bonuses of the suits that affect it such as the assault you know amar assault and the amar commando and if you don't really look at them all at once and, and have a comprehensive plan of how you want it to work it's not going to work right so i mean like you said you know if, you, if you're changing things you kind of have to go back and revisit you know the weapons every so often to see how you know recent changes have affected it because i mean if you 
you know, for whatever reason, buff this bonus, it's going to change, you know, how that weapon performs. And I think that we've always kind of lacked a clear plan of how we want things to work. And I, I mean, you see hints of it here and there of like, okay, that's kind of what they were going for. And that makes sense, but it's, it's really consistent and, you know, well executed. And I think that's been a big problem for balance. And we've kind of been just doing band-aid fixes with balance passes so far. And we really haven't seen a solid plan on how things are supposed to work. And I, I think Rattati's got mm -hmm. the right mindset to do it, but he just, there's not enough manpower, I think, to really crunch yeah. and digest all the numbers. And that community is what you are for. Pretty much. So I, do your jobs. <laughs> Well, to be fair, it should not be the community's job to, to oh, do no, balance, but given the situation, you're right that that's, yes. it, it falls upon us to, to deal it with does. it. Yeah. As people who actively play this game uh, and support it by you know both playing it and purchasing Aurum uh, and even posting on the forums to take time out of your day to complain about something that makes you mad on the forums, you should you know you should be able to to come back with an argument. Uh, should somebody call you out on something and um, and you know say that this weapon is underpowered because X X and Y um, or stuff like that, and have your data uh, to present to somebody, um, whether it be you know Rattati or whomever, um, and maybe help fix the game. <laughs> you know what really annoys me that Rattati promised he will change all the way back in Hotfix Alpha. What did he promise to change all the way back in Hotfix Alpha? Assault rifle name. It should be plasma <laughs> rifle, damn it. I mean, he promised that in Hotfix Alpha. Agreed. I, no, I don't think he, he ever said, promised it. No. He doesn't He said he things. would change it. Huh. Uh, I mean, the, sometime after Hotfix Alpha. I mean, the big thing, to, to, sometime could be, you know, like three years from now when, you know, the game is on, you know, game PlayStation team. 6 or. I know, but know, he's such a tease. Game Boy <laughs> Color or something. I mean the the big the big thing is it's 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 not a technically difficult change it's just it's an extremely time consuming change because of all the different places that it has to be I changed know. in and then just all the localization the right, that has to be give done give me access to the and, database and I'll do it myself I'll yeah. even use Google Translate if needed yeah okay. the CCP <laughs> is CCP is totally going to just give you access to their database um, yes it's uh, a great idea. But yeah, so it's one of those things where the cost benefit. I just, it's not worth it unless they're building a whole new game around it at the same time. <laughs> Legion. Well, it just kind of go back to what I know, was saying before. Maybe, maybe somewhere there's a Legion prototype where it's it's called the 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 plasma rifle, and and you know we can get like a screenshot of that and send it nah. to Cat just to make make him happy, and then it you know maybe it no, got changed back that. to assault rifle Jay, just for that. fun, you know. I will kill you. I will kill you for even yeah, thinking it, about that. Wasn't it that market screenshot? Um, that didn't that yes. the plasma rifle? Yeah, it did. Yes, okay. it's the plasma right. rifle. I actually, I actually didn't barely remember. I didn't remember that until someone, someone mentioned it. It's actually yeah, a it was pretty cool screenshot. It, it Link. was. You know, I would, I would like to see that. It's, in it's, the, a it's real in the market, video. A real video. market someday. No, it, it's actually in the subform, uh, graveyard of dreams, aka the Legion subform. There's a screenshot <laughs> of. Uh, of uh, 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 the GUI or the, the market. The Graveyard is dream of Dreams is officially the episode title, in case anyone's <laughs> curious. Awesome. So, I it was the morning after. What's the name of that movie where there was Legion footage in it? John Wick. Yes. Yeah. And in that there, movie was great. The, you can see in the kill feed the assault rifle is named Plasma Rifle. It really? Yes. I didn't see yes. that. That's pretty cool. That annoyed me because I was like, 
it's not that in dust and that disappointed me so that it did well i think this comes back to what i was saying before about how um you know there was a plan behind things and obviously naming nomenclature was certainly something they were trying to do like you know you have the breach this you have the tactical this and you know ideally it would uh you know perform a certain way and it, it, it's kind of a i mean anyone who's talked to me they know that i'm i'm a real stickler when it comes to i like i don't like messy design and i think dust is full of messy design but the lack of consistency in a lot of things especially in naming is not only annoying for ocd people like me but i think it's also confusing for uh people who are new to the game so when they have an assault rifle well if you hand someone the combat rifle they're gonna go oh yeah this is an assault rifle you know, it's it's not very clear because then you've got, you know, the assault combat rifle versus the assault rifle. And then they're going, wait, what? And then you've got the, you know, assault assault rifle, more or less, the, the full auto version. And it's it's certainly confusing. And I, I think that lack of consistency is, is certainly not something that's doing the game any favors, particularly for people who are new to the game and are trying to understand a game with that's very complicated with a very poor tutorial system. So hopefully when... And if this moves to a new platform, they've actually built and named things properly so people can go, oh, and a tactical weapon is always going to perform like this. And it's going to be slightly different based on the race and it'll be great. But right now, I mean, like <laughs> semantics aside, it, it's certainly annoying in terms of how the the naming is not consistent in any way. Back to the assault rifle slash plasma rifle real quick. Pulled up that footage from uh, from John Wick that's got Legion in it, and it is indeed the uh, Duval plasma rifle. So nice to see that on the, floor, on the kill feed, huh? Forever immortalized on my Blu-ray player. It it, it, it is beautiful. Um, the environment looks beautiful, and looking down the the amazing iron sights of this uh, plasma rifle uh, just turns me on as as a Glente, but uh, much better than the current assault rifle. Um, Iron sights, if I if I do say so, but but yeah, it, it's nice. nice. Are you around? Do now to make me a shotgun blaster, and I will be complete. No, get the fuck out of here with that. Did, did, were you around for the original iron sights on the assault rifle? I, mean, I, I don't. How. I don't think so. I started um, the camera sight. It was started, started. playing um, just after end of closed beta. Or not closed beta, open beta, because I was there for 2013, uh, yeah, 12 days of I think. For the camera site. I don't yeah. think it's out. The was was already out. There were three sites oh, for damn. the assault rifle, from what I remember. The Blue camera site? site, the iron site from closed beta, or maybe it was already open beta. The camera site and, and, the then, uh, and then the iron site from Uprising. The oh. beta iron site was like. It was the rail rifle iron sight. It was almost the same as the rail rifle. It was very blocky. Oh, you, yes. you, couldn't, you couldn't actually see what you were shooting at because it covered up the target. It was really dumb. Yeah. But the camera is still my absolute favorite. I think that really added a... Footage? I, I, uh, I'll have to find it. But okay. I, 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 my, <laughs> my question with that was, if we're wearing a suit that you know doesn't have eyes we're basically looking in a giant you know screen inside the helmet why are there iron sights like i thought the camera made a lot more sense where you're you know mm-hmm. you're you're actually at the least feet, the, the feet at is least switching to the gun give us fucking holographic sights <laughs> yeah it's it's a little strange and one of those things that change years in the future and we're still using iron sights 
Well, and that's what bugged me is that, you know, it, it lost. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think the weapon and the, the vehicle and the, the structure design for Dust is fantastic. I think that they really do nail the racial themes throughout all the weapons and suits. I mean, they, they look the way they should. You can look at it and go, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a Kaldari gun. But god damn, they, they really kind of botched that. Like, they were trying to go for a more, you know, I'll say modern look when it really should have been futuristic. And I think the camera sites were, were definitely on par, and then they got rid of it. I was very disappointed. And then they were trying to do the futuristic thing with the sports car labs, but then that just oh doesn't work. Yeah. No, it doesn't. I would much rather have these. I'm still looking at those uh, vehicle concepts. That Mimitar uh, lab is the what it, it it's exactly what the LAVs for the Caldari and the Galente uh, should be and should have been from the from the get go. It's a little well, they buddy. were, but the problem was that they had issue with the um, fact that you couldn't actually look forward with the small turret for the lab, so they redesigned them. But they made the actual lab so bad, it was just, you know. You couldn't do what now? You couldn't turn the small turret forward to look forward where the uh, driver was driving. So, yeah. It could only face backwards. Oh, you mean the, the ones from the 2009 footage? Yeah. Yeah, those were... <sighs> the small turret looked like a... All right, guys. It's, it's time like, for me to get off school. You, you don't know? need to go to school. Yes, I need do. to go to school. Yes, he does. There, guys. All right, Bye, yeah, Cap. We'll see you later, man. Thanks for showing Bye. up. Bye! See, now he's guaranteed that his meow is actually going to get into the, the podcast this week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I did let I did let Bait have his comment at the yes. end last week. Um, I don't know if he actually bothered to go check, or you didn't check, did you? No, I, I actually didn't. I, totally I was I'm surprised because you were you were really really insistent. I on was it and... really happy. I, I you just made my day, though. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I made someone's day. Yes, <laughs> that doesn't happen often. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy now, but yeah, I'm still looking at these at these vehicles, and I'm just so much potential sitting here in this rectangular tank. That is what the Mimitar tank is. Oh, that thing just, is goofy. Um, the it's twice it as wide as the other ones. <laughs> goofiest piece of shit ever. It's uh, if it doesn't have the ability to. No, I guess it doesn't. It's just this wide piece of shit. Wow, it can't turn horizontally or can't go. Vertically, I guess it can only go in that. Oh wow! Well, what, what I like about it is it kind of looks like a lot of the Mimitar stuff, which is it looks like it's like mm-hmm, mine, yeah. mining equipment or it's industrial. Yes. Like they've repurposed it for to be weaponized. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even even the dropship below that, it it looks like it was. It oh was, yeah, you know, in some quarry somewhere mining mm-hmm. minerals or something. I, I love yep. it. Well, at least it's better than the Mimitar ships and Eve that have fucking sails everywhere. The not solar panels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not solar. Whatever the hell they are. Sales, solar panels. Solar cells to be. Solar, solar cells. cells. Okay. Uh, uh, yes. Okay, Count Dooku. <laughs> they're officially. Uh, they're they're duct tape arrays. Yeah. Or what now? You cut out. Duct tape arrays. Duct tape arrays. Ah, oh. <laughs> I see what they did there. What I do find interesting, and we'll, we'll tinfoil for a moment here and, and try not to go too crazy with it, but uh, I know that Jed, yeah, Jadik Menaheim has been posting on Twitter a lot of uh, photos of basically high-res um, screenshots of dust weapons. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know if anyone's seen them. You can check out, 
Uh, it's Neckbeard Nixon or at Jadak Menaheim on Twitter. Ooh. He's been posting a whole bunch of them. We'll, we'll yeah, put a link I saw on his plasma rifles and out in shotguns, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it was so beautiful. And you know, supposedly these are concepts that have worked done a long time ago and you know they were just concepts but at the same time the timing of these things popping up is uh certainly interesting given you know potential future events and, and whatnot but yeah they're they're absolutely gorgeous i'm looking at the the uh, bolt pistol one right now and it's it's fantastic i mean there's a whole bunch of uh let me see here there's a really beautiful looking mag sec on there uh as well oh i just saw the the googly eyes for the gun jack thing <laughs> right, that right. you were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah, but uh, here's the tinfoil part. It's kind of interesting that on some of these uh, artists that have done the concept art for the, the guns and whatnot, there's also screenshots from uh, a very beautiful environment um, titled, I think, Project X or something, just as like a, a generic, you know, non uh non-named project but they're they're in the same gallery as these weapons and it looks like uh, it's been done on the unreal 4 engine which as we know is what you know valkyrie is on and i, I think gunjack's on unreal 4 as well right i'm not sure yes yes gunjack is ue4 okay. okay that's what i thought so you know i i won't tinfoil too much but it is interesting to see this uh concept art for the, the high resolution weapons popping up and they look fantastic in the, these environments as well you know it, it, it's i think the one i'm thinking of is basically kind of this uh geodesic dome and had these little hex windows on it and there was like this grassy area on the inside but it was looked like it was like on a on a planet somewhere but you're fighting inside this like biodome um but yeah i mean it's it's really cool stuff i i suggest you guys get on there onto jadex twitter or you can probably just google it there's Probably tons of examples out there, but yeah, a bunch of cool concepts. Yeah, the link for that is in the green room if anybody's interested and hasn't seen it yet. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, Jadik finds a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, he kind of, he finds some of the most interesting stuff ever. I, I think one of my favorites is a uh, the artist was Julia Lee, and she posted a picture of. Uh, a repair tool, high resolution uh, <gasps> a repair tool, and it says Mimitar weapon. I forgot this weapon was called High Poly for Dust 514. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> if only. What was so, her name? Uh, Julia Lee. Scroll down to, to uh, August 17th is when he posted the, the picture of it. Let me see if I can. And a picture of the drones, as we've seen before. Uh, there was even drone footage um, in the Unreal 3 engine for Dust for one of those trailers. There's footage of that? There's, there's drones? drones? Of drones? Yeah, there was a, there's a brief cut where... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's Build Your that. Army was the name of the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, cinematic with the drones. That was cool. With the uh, Kaldari Assault with the Forge Gun, because, you know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do some speculation myself. Uh, I'm looking at the turret. That's clearly Galente. And why is that barrel so short? Where are you looking? Um, I was looking at the high-res pictures that the kitty linked, and I'm just looking at the turret, and it just I I keep on getting um Galente in my mind when I'm looking at that because it just clearly looks Galente, but that barrel is so short. So that may be uh, without the barrel though. That, that says turret enclosure. Yeah, that's the housing that the turret attaches to that. I'm, scroll down. Never mind. I see that there's no barrel inside. Okay, carry on. 
but yeah, so there's there's lots of fun high res stuff popping up. We don't know if everything, it was for dust or if it was for something the, new. The thing is, is everything that was done for dust was was done in in very high quality, high resolution, and then you dumb it down to what you can run in a game environment. I mean, the cinematics tended to to look a lot you know better than the game itself. Um, and you know that's that's just the way you design assets. Like people have talked about, um, like looking into some of the the CGI assets created for like Star Trek DS9 and Voyager and they were they were literally the editing for for Star Trek DS9 was done on like 320p or something like that really just awful resolution like tapes but the 3D models you can zoom in and see individual escape hatches fully modeled and detailed i mean the the actual art used to create the show was would hold up today on under you know in 4K TV it's you you your base art should be good enough to work with in any situation and i i'm pretty sure dust assets are in general actually quite high quality and that's why high res movies that are coming out today that came out long time ago are a thing i think there's actually um i saw a thing online where they took the models from uh the game final fantasy 9 which is on the playstation 1 so i mean as you can imagine it was very blocky and pixelated but then they put the actual models like in a an engine that can actually render things and it was actually surprising how good they looked um you know same exact model but the how good it looked in a, in a different engine so i mean there's definitely a a difference there in, in what you're rendering i mean you could probably stick dust on a ps4 with a direct port which i don't think they'll do i think there'll be some level of reworking but even the direct port the way that the engine renders the the textures and whatnot would actually probably make it look a quite a bit better despite, despite it being the same, same you know models and textures. textures and it might run smoother as well might well yeah obviously and that, that would be really good that would be really good for the game honestly if it ran smoother and looked the same i'm pretty sure a lot more people will play it if it played better, a lot of people would probably play this game. Well, and that's have to actually get it good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one thing I've said about Destiny is that say what you will about Destiny, and I, I do think the Taken King expansion is going to be awesome. But um, in the in the base game, you know, there was obviously issues. But the one thing they really nailed was the the fluidity of movement. I think that the game is very smooth. It plays. You know, when you're playing it, it feels very responsive and, and enjoyable, and I think that's one thing where Dust has certainly faltered on is mobility and how the controls react. It's it's very clunky, and I think that's that certainly hasn't helped it um, be competitive against you know other games. Even back in the day when it first came out, and there were more games in the PS3 that were new, it, it just it couldn't compete because the, the game was very clunky and the, the fluidity was was not there and you know that that's why i say that if there is a port i do hope that there is at least a, a fair amount of of rebuild um in terms of like controls and, and visuals and whatnot because that's always been a, a real problem is is how the game feels and how it, the movement is and how responsive it is as well as you know the visuals and whatnot i'm not looking for destiny quality visuals but i think that you know, I, I don't want to be driving and having plants pop out of the ground as I drive by my LAV because, you know, their the render distance is so, so short. So <laughs> I, I think a direct port is is unwise. I think I I hope that they're, they are putting some money and effort into actually putting some real work into it to fix a lot of the core problems that in terms of, you know, general user, uh, uh, you know, playability and whatnot. Like, for instance, I hope that they actually try making it to where vehicles have an actual purpose instead of just being there 
They do have an actual fun. purpose. It gives me something to shoot at with my swarm launchers. It's like yes, what? Yes. It's like it's what like ninety points. <laughs> Every time I blow one, uh, blow one up with a uh, swarm launchers and kill somebody. That makes me sad. <laughs> it makes me makes me happy, especially LAVs because, uh, uh, you know, people can't. I don't know if it's because people just fit LAVs, or if it's because uh, you literally LAV can't fit anything. On okay, LAVs. maybe that's what it is. No, you I literally can, can't. Really? No, they're pretty it's, crappy. Oh, okay, it's okay. bad because I can one shot an LAV. Most LAVs, very rarely will I be able to, uh, do I have to fire off another volley of swarms. And um, that LAV that you have to fire off another volley, that one's probably upwards of 80 to 150k is... Really? Oh, they're, they're stupid yes. expensive. Nor they normally they're the, the Quaif ones I've noticed. The Galante Quaif ones are the have to two-shot. Quaif probably just goes down like stuff shit. On them, but still, Maybe, yeah. you still have to pay for the modules and the modules yeah, make true. it to where it's like 80 to 150k yeah there's there's no tiers of lavs like hv <laughs> so you've only got the quaif in the militia or, or yeah. the standard is the same as the quaif obviously but like like Odin says, huh. the modules where the costs are and even the base cost <laughs> of the non-bpl lavs is retarded high like i would never pay that yeah like you kidding me <laughs> my drop sheets cost less than that exactly Oh, interesting. interesting, but yeah, well, for they, instance, they do the have standard HAV costs two hundred and fifty k on average, sometimes even more. And what do they do? Yeah, yeah. well, and then that goes back to you know skirmish one They actually had a purpose because there were structures you had to dismantle via various means, and, and HAV was one of them where you'd actually just go and straight up blow the thing up. But that you had mobile, to put yourself in a uh, in a dangerous spot to do it. But see, if that was if we were able to disable any kind of installation, including no cannons, they would automatically have a purpose. Just disabling mm -hmm. unwanted installations or keeping HAVs from disabling those installations. That would add a new diode. Just boom. You got yeah. you made something have an important purpose on the field. That would, that would actually be a really interesting dynamic to... Uh, to implement into the game to be able to um, disable null cannons, um, and the only way to you know have them brought back is by uh, Logi with a rep tool, uh, come, uh, come up and repair that, that shit, shit for. I wouldn't even know. say that. Just have it to where it goes into reinforcement for a certain amount of time, and then it comes online neutral. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, even then, that would still be a really cool thing to add. That would make. Um, that would give purpose to literally every vehicle in the game. Well, not really every vehicle, just HEVs. Dropships would still be Drop. struggling. Yeah, uh, last would really not really. I mean, get at the most you a, can uh, have an ADS uh, yeah. shooting at it. But even then, ADSs are yeah. really more for excuse me, infantry. What the fuck? Uh, are they are really? Because it has a small Oof. turret, it's really made for oh, infantry okay, okay. shooting rather than trying to destroy an installation. That's why they nerfed the rate of fire because it was killing installations and HAVs as fast as HAVs were, and as well as they were just ripping apart infantry, so they got nerfed. Oh, okay. But yeah, they they need to um, improve that vehicle game. Just saying. Hmm. Yeah, I think overall adding um, levels of destructibility to the environments would certainly, you know, help in that regard. Like, uh, 
I think Zell might have actually brought it up a long time ago to me. The idea of having like gates around um, uh, the inst- around the uh, like the the base, the the, the large. Yes, yes, yes. I want actual. I, I want actual fortifications, and and there to be like vehicles should be have. There should be artillery, and it should be a you know a a siege to to break into you know the defender's stronghold and 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 really take it and and vehicles should be an important tool in doing that but not infantry death machines like they are now they should have a purpose that isn't about you know just killing people well that's that's what i've been saying and that's why i i'd rather have the shotgun turret rather than the pew 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 blaster that we have now so it's more of a alpha 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 like railguns and missile turrets are and most of the pew 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 so it can be more made for taking on the larger targets you know yeah, yeah. but then you also run into issues where if HAVs are only good at fighting other HAVs, then what's the point of them in the first place because then you're just and, fighting each other and that's and in- why i'd rather have um installations where you could disable them or outright destroy them and you have to bring them right. back some way yeah, I think they definitely need a purpose. Otherwise, you're because I mean, if you take away the anti-infantry aspect of an HAV, then there's really no reason to use them. I mean, there's obviously you know, niche points where you can actually you know find a purpose for them, but overall, that's kind of all they do. And so it's it's tricky because you don't want them to be you know like Zell said, infantry death machines. But at the same time, if they're not, then there's not much reason to have them in the game. And no, Zell, we aren't going to remove them from the game. I'd rather actually add a purpose than just axe them completely i wouldn't even say remove the infantry purpose completely i would just make it so it's unwieldy like for example not to the point where missiles are now of trying to kill infantry is kind of a pain but a little bit better than it is now that's where i I would want all the turrets to be i think infantry a tank should have infantry support to protect tanks from infantry Oh, of course. That's what the small turrets are for. But the small turrets are crap. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the problem. Uh, it's hard for an infantry to tell that an HEV is getting actually shot. I'm, at. I'm actually, just no. I will say I'm okay with small turrets being uh, useful against infantry. I would like. I want to see. I want to see proper gameplay where tanks are staffed. Uh, that's always been a big uh, opinion of mine. Is I I I was really sad to see actually when when the tanks were. Um, redone i was sad to see the concept of solo tanking survive insofar as being like a you know class of tanks for solo users i that were as good you know as as tanks for three people i i always felt that you should have to deal with that that should be a team vehicle yeah well, no, I, I think the that, day that's that they make smaller turrets good and have a purpose for the large turret is the day until they make small turrets good, that just won't happen. Well, the thing is, you actually used to see um, way back in the day before all this crap started, you'd see actual, you know, proper uh, infantry support. I remember when tanks were uh, much higher HP, they had active reps, and they were slower. You'd actually see Lodgy guys on foot behind the tank, repping it to keep it alive while you know it was it was taking yeah. out some heavy AV fire. But well, making tanks as fast as a lab never never made a whole lot yeah. of sense. I was never a fan of that, and I I, it, I wish they would go back to a lower. Really. 
Honestly, it, sure, but the, the mobility overall is just too high, and I think that it, it kills all infantry support because they can't keep up. I mean, there's no way you can keep up with an HDB. Which is why I'm I'm really an advocate for them nerfing the speed, not the speed, but the acceleration, a tiny bit of the speed because it's a little bit too high. I would agree with that, but they need to get this the acceleration right and they need to have it to where the small turrets are actually halfway decent then you would probably see a lot more of the infantry support like yeah, for I... instance if the black small blasters at least the small blasters could be to where they used to be in closed beta and that acceleration was to where the infantry could keep up and we had decent active defenses there will be a lot of infantry support for HAVs, guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, I remember back when you stack on those 180mm plates, and if you stopped, it took you for freaking ever to get going again. Like, you didn't ever want to come to a complete stop because you couldn't get going faster before you got ganged. And I think that, you know, that was actually kind of cool because you either had to keep moving or you needed infantry support to keep you alive or, better yet, a, a vehicle with a logistics uh, module repping you to keep you alive if you were going to sit in, in an area for a long period of time. And I think you could achieve that again, but, you know, this the move to higher speed and higher self uh, repair really kind of killed that. And it was definitely a, a departure from the slower tankier, higher HP builds we used to have. I mean, I remember when you could easily get a Madruger to like, what it was over 8,000 HP armor HP. It was, you'd stack on the, the 180 plate and then like two hardeners and a, uh, repper or something i forget but you know you could get a ton of hp on them but they were slow you know it took them a while to get up to speed and once they did get up to speed they, they could haul ass but you didn't have the stop and go ultra fast maneuvering like you have now and i i mean as a as a tanker myself i i far more enjoyed that slow methodical you know i i can take a shitload of damage but i i can't stay here very long because i'm going to get ganked because my repper's going to run up and that was much more enjoyable enjoyable to me than what we have now which is basically stack on reps and just go to hell because you can run away from everything in a blink of an eye and i think that's not enjoyable for you know most tankers and it's certainly not enjoyable for av players and i think that we need to kind of take a close look at what we came from and, and really evaluate what changes were good and what changes were bad and, and actually take a good look at that unfortunately i think that Ritati is a little afraid of touching the subject because you know some members of the community uh were a real pain in the ass with the whole rebuild and they, it kind of got sidetracked because of it and it just turned into a whole mess so We'll see. I just don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Shame. It is a shame because it's it's certainly a problem. And I think that, you know, we, we had a lot of content taken away. And I think it's it's a balanced issue for a lot of people right now, um, particularly with certain fits on the Madruger. You know, they're just, they're beastly and it, it's not fun, you know. And, and the idea is you want to have it be fun for everybody. And I think that ever since the, you know, the, the, the rebuild, the initial rebuild, it's kind of been this back and forth between not being fun for one side or the other, and, and we really haven't achieved that that true balance yet, which is a shame because I think there's a lot of potential there. It just hasn't really been realized in a long time. I honestly think that it's not fun for both sides because I've been on both sides of AV and being a pilot, and neither side's really fun at the moment. It, it got a little bit better with the last rework, but it's still not there yet. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're approaching the hour mark here. Is there any other topics you guys wanted to hit up before we uh, go Are into Are there any outs? topics? Not really. I mean, we've been pretty much 
you know, doing nothing but nostalgia the whole time. I, I so. was I was amazed though. We actually we actually kept this mostly about dust for like an hour. Yeah, I think that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. You you have you have lived a very spoiled life. If this is the <laughs> hardest thing you've ever had to do, I'm sorry, no. man. You have got oh, no. a long as way far, to fall. As as far as dust podcasting life. I don't think he was here for the... Were you here for the London Nimoy episode? No, I was listening, though. It was very sad. Yeah, we... That, that was right, a rough we, episode. That we was, right was before that I word. came on. That was, that was a rough episode, is, is all I can say. Yeah. It's, it's, you know... It, it sounded like it just from and, listening. And it's, it's very hard to get from a moment where everyone is thinking, you know, it, it's, I mean, barely, you know, I met the guy once, barely knew you know mm-hmm. obviously not friends or anything but you know it's a, it's in a that would have been cool i that's mm-hmm. that would be like something cool to hang on a, on a thing it's like i knew leonard Nemo, and yeah no i have his autograph though um nice but uh to go from a, a, an emotional moment to like okay so let's talk about assault rifles you just it's it's mm-hmm. really that sure. was yeah. that was a rough episode yeah, it sounded like it. There were like three I was of depressed. us too, I think. We wouldn't. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I was depressed just listening to it. Yeah. So th- that was actually probably the hardest episode I think we've done because we pretty much went into it with again nothing to talk about, but we were all kind of feeling down. So it was like, oh, let's try to make it be a meaningful episode and not get depressed in the process. So, but we, I think we did a decent enough job. We managed to fill the hour, which was pretty impressive given what we had to talk about. And. We've done it again, sort of. Yes, because Jay isn't here, and Jay should never miss episodes because he leads the episode. And yeah. If he doesn't, it turns into this. We talked about Destiny for a bit, and then we started mm-hmm. rambling about how they screwed up Dust Worldly, and now we're just rambling about how we've done all of this. <laughs> and how we've <laughs> screwed up the episode. So we're, we're going to go into shoutouts now before this turns into more of a mess. So. Uh, there's nothing else though, right, guys? No, I don't know. Nah. Okay, cool. We'll 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 take this in for a landing then. So we'll start at the top again with uh, Zell. Shout out, man. Yeah, I'm gonna give my shout out to um like Breakin and Jay and like everyone else who who tried Heroes of the Storm this week. More people should play it. It's fun. It's actually a pretty somebody, solid game. I, I heard don't somebody like MOBA, so yeah. I heard somebody, I heard somebody, somebody bitch, bitch about, about Battle.net. Uh, I guess it was this week, this past week. At one point, I was down. I know. That oh, was, I was it down? down? Yeah. Oh, I think it was Jay that was like, "Who's the last time I'll ever use BattleNet for anything?" Fuck BattleNet. I was giggling. Oh, it, it's gotten much better. Well, so. you, you'll use it. You'll use it when you play. Um, here's the storm, and then you'll use it when you play Overwatch, which should be should be going into like uh, closed beta testing. Um, this this season, so either probably this month or next month. Um, and Overwatch, Overwatch is going to be really really cool um overwatch is overwatch is kind of like it it feels to me like almost like a first person uh moba it's It's kind of it's probably a little bit like team fortress um like i've played an alpha build it's really fun oh you have yes i have oh my god lucky bastard i'm jealous oh i am very jealous just i got to play that fat chick it was great 
So yeah, I'm I'm really excited about Overwatch. Um, and I I'm I'm signed up for the the closed beta. We'll see if I get an invite. But um, so you'll need it for that. And, Apparently, you know, I'm getting an automatic invite to the closed beta. So Hearthstone and, and you know everything else. So so Rise not cool enough to get the alpha invite. No, I don't know enough people. Is the problem. I, I know, know a person. I don't know person. the right people. Can you can you tell that person to put me on the list? He can only get me in, so no. No. Oh, All right. Uh, shout out then, Goat. Um, my mom got me some really expensive chocolate that I needed for a thing. So shout out to my mom for that. Awesome, awesome. Uh, shout out for me. Hmm. I guess I'll do a shout out to all the members of the Dust community who are somehow sticking with it despite things being really slow and boring right now. So especially people on the show helping us out, fill the time. So I know it's slow, guys, but I really do appreciate you coming onto the show and uh, and helping us uh, talk about things of the past and hopefully things of the future in the near future because it's slow and hopefully things get more interesting in the next coming month or so. So uh, yeah, thank you. In, oh, uh, with, I just remember hmm. another one. Shout out to my brother because yes. he said that he's going to get me his PS3. Uh, he's going Success. to ship me it. So yeah, I'm going to have a PS3 to play Dust. So, Very nice. And I'll, I'll give my shout out to uh, to Ray from the Incorruptibles. Thank you for listening live. Thank you to everybody who listens live. Do people still do that? I don't know. A couple. Yes. If you li- if you listen live, thank you. Thank you for listening live. You're cool. Uh, shout out to everybody who listens to us on iTunes and the uh, XML feed. I think it's what is what that's called. Um, let's see what else. Oh, shout out to CCP Rattati. Miss you, man. Hope you yeah. enjoy those uh, those candy bars. You have to send me one. <laughs> yeah, you got to send everyone one. You should send all the CPM. CPM. Send all the CPM a candy bar. And everybody from the, the uh, Dust Media team. Yes, give us candy. That's us. Give us candy. Also, all the fishes. Blood. Mm-hmm. I, I do apologize, Bay, <laughs> for skipping over you. I, I didn't okay, realize you didn't, you're, you're fine, used you're to fine. the tangent with the, the, the battle net and all that. Um, yeah. But yeah, one, one more thing, though, I actually forgot to mention that I have found a way to make my life not a living hell when uploading episodes to YouTube. So uh, I think I got the first 60 episodes or so up on YouTube. Holy um, cow. Yeah, no, it, it, it's yeah, much it's easier than it was before. Christ. Yeah, so they're they're up there. I'm gonna finish up the the rest of them up until current day, uh, probably the next day or so. But yeah, check us out on YouTube if, if that's your preferred listening method. So that's available now. Uh, so yeah, thanks guys, um, thanks for listening. Pokey, what's the channel? Man? What's the channel? What's the channel? Oh uh, God, I'm not prepared for this one. Pokey, you okay, have well. to channel your inner YouTuber. Yeah. Hey everybody, I'm Pokey Draven coming at you. Uh, support my YouTube channel. Follow us. Buy a mask. Subscribe. Oh, give us. <laughs> A million likes, etc., etc. Like, favorite, subscribe, and tweet. Uh, see, and this is why I can't actually do a YouTube channel because it's <laughs> I'd, I'd be terrible at that. Uh, gosh, I'm not even sure where to look to find the actual channel URL. Just say the channel name, and people can find it. It's mm-hmm. just it's just Biomass, you know. Um, okay. Biomass podcast. I'm sure I you guys you. can find it. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll we'll get an actual uh, URL up on uh, the website biomass.net as well, so you guys can find it better. But yeah, we'll we'll be getting those up. I have episodes one through fifty nine up. It looks like so I'll, I'll get the rest of them up uh, probably the next day or so, and you can listen on there too. I, Are you going to shout out the magic tool responsible for this wonder? Uh, Not you. This is amusing. I typed in 
biomass podcast in Hercules Porsche stuff just popped found up. it. <laughs> yeah, I found it too. It's uh, so. youtube.com forward slash user forward slash biomass podcast. Yep. There, there we go. go. And you have that sexy looking banner. Yeah, I got to update the stuff, but uh, we'll, we'll get it done. And uh, I don't actually have the name of the tool uh, on hand, so I'll have to pull up my other computer. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's really awesome. You just upload the image you want and the audio file you want. And I think people use it for making music videos, just if they want to play audio on the, the YouTube. But it does all the encoding for me and then auto uploads with uh, the title and the description and the tags and everything. It's fantastic. So it was well worth the money spent. It's only 10 bucks for six months. So it's it saved my life because it, it honestly would take me like an hour to encode everything in like Adobe Premiere and then upload. It was a pain in the ass. So I can do it now in like five minutes. It's, it's amazing. Interesting. You have already 25 subscribers. People have been getting in there. It's just uh, I haven't been updating it in a while. I think that was the episode... Well, I think the first Rattati episode actually was the last one I uploaded before I found this and, and started getting them up quickly. So I did like 40 episodes in a day. <laughs> it was great. But enough rambling. Um, we're going to pull this episode in for a close. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening on live stream and all of our iTunes, YouTube, everything. So uh, thanks, guys. So uh, good night and good luck. Love.